If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 2044, Reclaiming Our Stories from Trauma, part two, by Jenny Tegrotenwies with Gottman.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD, where I, Greg Audino, act as your host and narrator, picking for you from some of the best relationship blogs around, reading them, and then offering my own commentary at the end. Today, we've got the second half of a longer post, which we began reading from yesterday, so be sure to tune into yesterday's episode first if you haven't done so already. But if you are all caught up, then let's jump right into part two as we continue optimizing your life. Reclaiming Our Stories from Trauma, Part 2, by Jenny Tegrotenwies with Gottman.com. Defensiveness Blocks Connection My client Jenny came to see me with her husband Daniel. Jenny was depressed, even though everything in her life should have been making her happy. But Jenny was constantly exhausted and in a low mood. She complained that she always felt behind at work and also in her tasks at home, yet she could never take a break. If she couldn't be happy, neither could Daniel, and in their misery, they had grown apart. Here's what they described to me. If there's one load of towels to put in the laundry, she can't go to sleep at night, Daniel said. She's a total perfectionist about our home, and every meal has to be cooked from scratch out of a gourmet cookbook. It's true, Jenny agreed. Jenny was doing the perfect homemaker thing full throttle, while also attempting to be a top-notch performer at work. All this, as well as parenting their toddler with Daniel. You may have noticed the repetition of a key word here. Should. We therapists have a nerdy little joke about that word. Don't should on yourself. If you hear yourself thinking should, pay attention. It's likely due to fear about performing from an old script. Should is often connected to shame. People in this bind will do anything that they feel they should to avoid the pain of shame which trauma wounds can trigger. But when we notice we've been forcing ourselves to perform from a should script, we see a place to start healing. Keeping things in perfect order was, for Jenny, a protective move to avoid shame and self-loathing. It was the script she followed as a kid with her mother and stepfather. From the time she was nine, she had to care for the younger children of her mother's husband. She grew up with emotional neglect, dismissing her own needs and feelings. She also suffered emotional abuse when she was told her needs didn't matter. She recalled some episodes of physical abuse, fights when her mother slapped her or pulled her hair. Now, many years later, sitting in my office, Jenny reflects with new insight about following her should script. Seeing the results of all my work, 
everything being perfect, really calmed me down for just a second. It definitely made me feel safe, like nobody could blame me or hurt me. I won't get caught with things left undone. Her eyes filled with tears. It sure sounds crazy to hear myself say that out loud. Daniel reached over and took her hand. I'm sorry I've criticized you for this. That must be so hard, he whispered. And I've put that on you, she continued, as if you were the one who would be mad if the towels weren't clean or the dinner wasn't perfect. That wasn't fair. I seriously couldn't have cared less, he shrugged. I know that now. Through learning to hold a safe, attuning connection with Daniel, Jenny grew able to feel and believe the truth, that Daniel loved and accepted her as is, no performance required. He wasn't going to disapprove or abandon her if she didn't accomplish all of the shoulds. Daniel didn't connect with Jenny's defenses, the behavior she performed as if to please him. What they both wanted and needed was true connection in the here and now, or what we call attunement. Can you allow his touch to soothe you now? I asked Jenny. Soften your body, relax your jaw, and just let everything inside you feel soft and safe. See if you can open to the warmth and soothing of Daniel's loving presence. She closed her eyes and paid attention to the connection with Daniel. A soft smile came to her lips. I can feel safe with you, babe, she assured him. At home, Jenny continued to practice paying mindful attention to feeling the safe, loving connection with Daniel. She let his love in, while at the same time tolerating the discomfort of letting go of her old scripts. She and Daniel practiced attuning to one another's reality. They looked into one another's eyes when feeling soft and safe, and discussed their real emotions and needs in the present moment, avoiding the shoulds. But when the shoulds in her brain started to overwhelm her, especially when under stress, Jenny learned to confide this to Daniel. I'm struggling with feeling overwhelmed, like I should be doing more. And he helped her soften and breathe deeply to calm the hyperarousal, and then challenge the old belief so she could actually change and not follow the script. Eventually, she no longer felt the compulsive tug of the old wounds, forcing her to perform in the old way. I need to add that Jenny did this work with Daniel in the context of our therapeutic relationship. For many people, having the wise support of a trauma-informed therapist is invaluable. I hope you'll be able to connect with one for yourself. Jenny noticed that she often felt anxiety. She had never named it before, but its aching restlessness had been driving her to perform for years. Rather than following its old script, she learned that what she really needed was a soothing hug and reassuring words. Her whole body needed to let go in order for her to change direction. Once you're aware of your own emotions and can accept them with kindness, you'll grow in your ability to be aware of your partner's feelings too. Recognition of real feelings is the goal, and this is often a huge and difficult shift for trauma survivors. As you become more self-aware, you can attune to your partner, Turn toward their feelings with acceptance of what's real for them. Let go of the anxiety around what should be. See if you can build trust and safety with your partner by practicing telling one another the truth about feelings. Accepting what's real, rather than performing roles from old scripts, leads to the joy of living together in the here and now. And remember, our truest needs are for safe, healthy relationships, whether with a romantic partner 
close friends, or community. It's usually in relationships that we were wounded, and it will be through relationships that we will heal. You just listened to part two of the post titled Reclaiming Our Stories from Trauma by Jenny Tegrotenwies with Gottman.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a big thank you to Jenny, now that we've heard this article in its entirety. I really liked this one, and I hope that you did as well. In part two today, I think we learned a lot about several things. Um, first would be encouraging our partners to talk. Talk about their motivations, their histories, their feelings, so that you can learn about why they do what they do, and give them space to be themselves. And second, we learned about the value of making them feel loved when they do so, when they do this opening up. For Jenny, the fake name in the story, not the author, (laughs) she first needed a space to speak about why she was doing what she was doing. And it wasn't until then that Daniel had the knowledge, had the tools he needed to reassure her that he was still loving and supporting those parts of her. So we need to be checking in with our partners and showing them love with each new layer that they reveal about themselves, or even come to understand about themselves. Because oftentimes people peel back these layers in real time while having these conversations, and they're learning about their motivations right in front of their partners. So think about what this means for you and your relationships today, my friends. I'll leave you to it as we sign off on another episode of ORD. Thank you so much for tuning in and doing right by your relationships. Have a great rest of your day, and be sure to tune back in tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.